And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. It's been a while since I've done an episode. Um, I am simulcasting right now live on TikTok. So if you're hanging out in the TikTok platform, just sit there and kind of hang out and listen and you can hear it because this is a solo episode. So you're essentially going to hear me talk about what the hell is going on in my life. If you are in a position to help the show, please go over to the link in my bio, click on that bad boy, and there are links everywhere. Actually, you know what? Let's talk about something real quick before that happens because there is Patreon in there and everything else, but you can now go to westtankersley.com. That's W-E-S-T-A-N-K-E-R-S-L-E-Y.com to check out all the stuff that I'm doing. You can hit that link in there. It'll make it really easy to get to the link tree and then find everything that there is. There is merchandise. We're in a hat right now. Um, there is um, stickers. There are shirts, all that stuff. There's a Patreon you can join to get a shout out. Like my Patreon, Nikki Pavlovich, who is a supporter of the show and also writes all the show notes for me. Uh, part of my team, along with Dogged ID, who is does the website, the uh, clips that you see on TikTok and all the social media sites that we are trying to grow. We're currently at $14.98 on the YouTube. So if you can go over and subscribe to that YouTube channel, I want to get to 1500 by the end of the day. Let's see if it's possible. But what we are doing right now is we're going to just give you a little update on what's going on with Shaping Success. We're going to talk about some things that, uh, that are super helpful in moving forward. The first thing I want to talk to you about is, you know, I have done a classic episode the last couple of days uh, or the last couple <coughs> weeks. So those are what's been going up, the clips with an interview with Chris Anderson for Three Doors Down. I'm going to talk to you a little bit more about that. But the reason why you're seeing that is because I've had some sinus issues. You can still hear me coughing. There's situations that's going on. And what I've learned over the last like two years through the issues that I have with my sinuses is the fact that doctors in the area that I live in, and I don't know if they're that way in the area that you live in, are really hard to come by. I was talking to my friend Jay about it. He took him six months to get in to see his primary doctor. My primary doctor was a little bit quicker to get in, like if you're sick, but the majority of the time they'll send you to urgent care because they can't get you in for like a week. So, um, you know, my journey with sinus just started when I was a super young kid, um, had an, an allergic reaction to like some olive trees at a baseball park. Mom had to take me to ER, had to get some medication, had to be on an inhaler, those types of things. Not that I had asthma, but they stick you on that inhaler. So it's an interesting thing that the types of things that they'll do for you. So over the years, I found out that I was allergic to a lot of stuff. Um, two years ago, so I had actually eight years ago, I had sinus surgery. So I found out that I had an underdeveloped sinus, which would cause the sinus infections. So go in and you have surgery and you see an ENT and they clean it out and they make it so that everything drains correctly. And that's supposed to fix these sinus issues that I have. It should help should help me with the sinus infection. So fast forward, you know, three years later, sinus infections every three months again. Nothing has changed from having this sinus surgery. It has not helped. So they send me in for allergy treatment. I go in, you know, and they take in that, well, I saw a second ENT because the other one retired. So they send me in for allergy treatment. I go in for the allergy treatment and they scratch your back all up, right? They put grit on the back of your back. They punch everything up. Um, and then they put every a little bit of serum from every single thing that there is to help you to get, you know, so they can figure out what you react to. So grasses, trees, all that stuff. So 
They go and they put it on there in pets, right? Because pets is something that you can be allergic to. Some of the common food ones. I'm not allergic to any food, well, that I know of because everyone's got celiac disease now, right? Um, and uh, so thank you to, hi, I am creepy 2.0. She sent me 51 tennis balls on TikTok. We're trying to grow that, trying to buy a camera, trying to help out. So again, check out the link in the bio, westtankersley.com. And so anyway, they went and they sent that out and my back blew up completely. I was basically allergic to every grass, every tree, every whatever that there is with the exception of animals. It's the only thing I'm not allergic to. So they start treatment. Okay, so the treatment is you go in once a week for shots in the back of your arm, inject a little bit of the serum of everything that's in you or that you're allergic to to try and build up your immunity to that type of situation. And so they do that over and over again. I do this for a year. Nothing changes. I got four or five sinus infections within then, got treated for them. Can't get into your regular doctor. They send you to, um, you know, you go, oh, you need to go to urgent care. Just go to urgent care, get what you need, right? So I go to urgent care, I get what I need, get the antibiotics and continue this pattern over and over again. Year rolls up, I go in and I meet with the allergenist and he goes, well, it doesn't seem that anything's happening. It doesn't seem to be helping. So we're going to send you back to an ENT. So 2019 rolls around and this is how long this has been going on since 2014 when I had surgery, 2019 goes in. I have, I talked to the doctor about the allergy shots not working. He looks at my CT scan. This guy is an older guy. He's an older doctor, probably, you know, close to 80, still likes to do surgery, really smart, has lots of training, says I need to have surgery on my sinuses again. They need to clear out my septum because it's really thick and I can't drain right. And I haven't breathed right for my whole entire life. Well, scheduled the surgery last year. And the guy gets COVID and he dies. The doctor does. So they have to go and they have to send me to a different ENT. So I go to this different ENT about a month later, cancel the surgery, going to reschedule it if we need to have it. Um, And then... He says, he looks at my CT and he goes, I don't know what this guy saw. I am a surgeon. I like to do surgery. It pays my bills. But the thing is, is that you don't need it. What I think you need to do is we need to treat you for allergies. Again, I don't think you did it long enough. So, okay, whatever. Third opinion on this. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go see this third opinion. And he starts treating me for allergies again. So I am treated by the allergy, treated for allergies. Again, they do it a different way. They don't do shots. They do these drops under your tongue. You might've saw all the ads on TikTok. They're talking about that. Hey, you can do drops. Great. You can do drops. That's great. I did them. Nothing changes. Nothing gets any different than what the situation was. So one year into it, nothing happens. I go back to my doctor, my, my regular doctor, actually get into him for a physical, which I haven't had in a couple of years because doctors are super hard to get into. They were hard to get in during COVID. And now in the area that I am, There has been so much growth population. There is not enough doctors in this area to treat the patients that there are. And that's what I learned this week from him. So I go to the, he, he refers me. He goes, he treats me. He gives me the antibiotics that I need for the sinus infection that I currently have some prednisone. Help me move forward while I'm waiting for the CNT. Three months later from the referral, I got to go in and see the ENT. I didn't get to go and see the ENT though. I got to go in and see the PA. I walk in and I explain all my problems to the PA, tell him all the things that I've gone through, everything that I've just told you. And he basically says, spends five minutes with me, takes his little thing, he sticks it in your nose, looks inside your nostrils and says, 
everything looks good. Let's do a CT. We'll schedule you for a week. Right after the CT, you can come up here and see me again. Go and get the CT. He sends me back or we go back up to the office and I sit down with him, have a five minute conversation with me. He tells me that I should just be rinsing. I should never have to take antibiotics again. And he gave me a prescription for the, for the rinse. I explained to him, you know, I, this is not my first rodeo. I've been through this. I rinse every single day. I take all the, you know, I take Zyrtec. I spray stuff in my nose. Um, I do like all the things that you can do for it. And he basically said, this is all you need to do. No other explanation. My dad has sarcoidosis or had sarcoidosis, which is an inflammatory disease. And I asked him about that. Well, I don't know. We'll have to have the radiologist read the, the uh, CT. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Why am I here with you? And you're telling me that the CT is fine, but you haven't even had the radiologist look at it. So these are kind of the situations that I go through with this sinus issue. And people have ideas about everything that you can do, but I've been through it all. So Monday... I, I was so pissed off about that ENT visit. I went to go see my regular doctor again. And he is a very good doctor. He's overworked. He's underpaid. He works really hard. He tells you exactly how it is, which sometimes can make you angry because I mean, I'm a little overweight and he tells me every time I'm in there, dude, lose some weight, which I need to hear. And he's right. I need to lose some weight, but it's hard to hear, right? You always have that. And so I sat down and I talked to him. He walked in. He had all the notes. He had the CT. He had five stacks of paper, the file on me. He had gone through the CD, he had looked at it, he'd looked through all the notes, everything that I'd been through as long as he's been seeing me for almost 20 years now and said, I don't know what to tell you, but here's what we need to do. He goes, we will continue to work on this together. So he told me, he goes, I want you to just stop taking everything. And... I've been doing that for about three days now, but he wants me to stop taking everything, just rinse with only saline because they give you some stuff to put in there. That's what this guy's idea was, the ENT PA. His idea was to just put this stuff in there and rinse. He goes, don't do that. Just use saline rinse. Make sure it's clean water, which I do. And you can take two mucinex and take two, take four mucinex a day, two at a time, two in the morning, two at night, and take two omeprazole, one in the morning, one at night, which is acid reflux because it could be all from acid reflux. Those are all things that will not irritate the situation cause other things to happen. We do that for five weeks and we'll see what happens. But I actually felt like I had a plan. But then we talked to him about the state of the doctor's office and how the situation is because the influx of population in here. And I just kind of saw this look come over his face and it just made me, he spent a lot of time with me because they give them very little time to spend. And the idea is to get you in and out as fast as they can so they can get the next patient in because they have such a high patient load. I went in there at eight o'clock. He spent 30 minutes with me and he says, I'm sorry that that happened. He goes, you should have saw an ENT. The reason you didn't is because of the influx in people. They can't get you into the ENT. So they send you the PA. And this is happening with every doctor. It's happening with my daughter right now who is having some issues with her bladder. And um, she had to go see, she went and saw a urologist then got referred to the other one that can do the little surgery to fix it. And then got told that she had to go see a PA before she could see the surgeon which is just complete bullshit because the other one already said you need this, but that's what they're doing. And so it's tough because they have such a high caseload. They have so many patients and there's nothing to do. So we talk about like socialized medicine or whatever, like Canada has free insurance and all that stuff. It's not all it's cracked up to be. I pay for my insurance and it's expensive 
we have four people in our plan and I can only imagine people who have way more, but it's tough. It's hard to take care of that situation. And insurance isn't all it's cracked up to be. You can pay for the high plan, but still not get the care that you need to get. And it's tough. When you're in a situation where you've seen four ANTs, you've had surgery, you've been through it all, you would think that you would get better care because there is a problem. I talked to my friend AJ in Canada about it. She says it could take two to three years to get into a specialist there because it's not necessary according to them. So you could possibly have cancer and take a long time to get treated. So anyway, that's why you haven't seen me do a solo episode because I couldn't talk without coughing. I'm luckily I'm not coughing right now. Um, but here it is. So there's some things that are going on. <clears throat> I wanted to talk to you about Chris Henderson because that's the current episode. It's part two. I put part one up last week, but it, I, it was a year anniversary from the time that I interviewed Chris Henderson. And if you're a fan of Three Doors Down, the band, and you know, I'm, I was born in the 90s. I was born in 1980. And Three Doors Down was a huge part of, you know, my growing up, listening to him. I was a huge Superman fan. Um, I've got actually a whole DC half sleeve on my arm because I like DC. Um, I know a lot of people will get flack from that because they'll say that Marvel is better, but whatever. I like them both, but people said I look like Superman and I like Superman. It was the very first movie I ever went to when I was a kid in the 80s. Superman 2, actually, because Superman 1 came in 78. But... I reached out, I reach out to people on a daily basis. I reach out to, I talk to normal people about being on the podcast. Um, I are everyday people, you know, I've had Nikki Pavlich, I've had AJ on here. I've asked pops to be on. Um, there's a lot of people that, you know, on TikTok that you've seen that I asked to be on the podcast and, um, they will be at some point because a lot of them have busy lives because they're actually doing the things that they need to do. For those of you who don't know, you know, cause I think I, I talked to a friend yesterday. We'll talk about that in a little bit. A lot of people see this, you're killing it, right? Like you see, you look at like TikTok, which are, I have the biggest following and that's what I'm gonna talk about. I have 22K followers. I get interaction from about a hundred of them. My podcast downloads are a little bit down. My YouTube numbers are a little bit up because I started promoting that a little bit more. Um, and again, like I said, I'm two away from 1500. I started out a year ago with under a hundred people following me on YouTube but you're trying to grow something. You're trying to make something better. You're trying to build this up because my whole idea behind this is to serve people and help them see that anything is possible. So I reached out to Chris Henderson of Three Doors Down and said, hey, would you mind being on the podcast? And I send out 10, 15 Instagram messages to famous people. And then I talked to probably about 100 people you know, not a hundred, but you know, like the, the normal level of people of, of everyday people that I try to talk to on the podcast is a lot higher than that. You know, like you think of like these blue checkmark people as the people who are going to be, you know, like out of reach, right? And Chris Henderson, he's a, he's the lead guitarist for Three Doors Down. <clears throat> and one time he commented on a video that I use kryptonite on, on a reel on Instagram. And I thought, shit. I got some interaction with Chris Henderson. So I'm going to see if he'll be on the podcast. And so last year I reached out to him. I DM'd him on Instagram. About three days later, I got a response from him. He goes, yeah, sure, I'll do it. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like you get that moment. I had that with Jake Rose, same thing. Jake Rose, lead singer, new medicine. Reached out to him multiple times. He didn't follow me. And Chris Henderson followed me because I posted a video about three doors down, which was awesome. 
But then, you know, I got it scheduled and I got him on there and I interviewed him and it was a great interview. And, and so that's why I released it again. But I did it in two parts because it's like an hour and a half and people's attention span is super small. But we got to talk about so many great things and there's clips all over about it. There's things going on with it. There is so many awesome, awesome nuggets in that interview. Started out in the Navy. Um, his parents were Jehovah's Witness. He had to hide his guitar at a friend's house to play it because they weren't allowed to have instruments. So he would go football practice, then go play his guitar, then go home, have to do his chores, have to do them perfect or his, or his stepmom. You know, I mean, there's, it's, it's just a great story. You should go listen to it. Go check it out. Again, all that can be found on the website, westtankersley.com, which is getting ready to go. So you're going to find a one-stop shop to get that, to look at everything that's shaping success. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that anything is possible if you're willing to do the work, right? You can get that interview with that person. You can talk to those people. It will happen. And you see, like I've posted on TikTok a couple times, I'm asking artists, trying to see if I can get a response from them. Hey, what's this? Hey, what's that? And it'll happen. If you put enough out there, things will come back to you. I talked to an old friend of mine the other day that um, I'm looking to buy a four-wheeler for my property because I got three acres and I need to get a four-wheeler. So life is about connection knowing people, you know, helping to figure out where you can move forward, the things that you can do to get that going, right? And he reached out to me. My wife was doing home loans at one point, got a home loan for my wife. And I remembered that. And I remember who he is. And I remember a lot of interactions with him because when I moved to California, when I was a kid, um, I didn't have very many friends. You know, Idaho Idaho is, um, well, I actually moved to Oregon, but they don't have a, a huge affinity for people from California, which is, you know, it is what it is. I don't judge people based on where they're from. I judge them based on who they are, what they do, how they do things. Um, but anyway, this family took me in. They were friends with me. They were my very first friends. And um, I'm ashamed to say that I haven't talked to them in 20 plus years. Uh, but when I talked to him, it was like one of the greatest conversations I had. It was like we had, it was back to where we were when we were kids. It's like, we never stopped talking. We never stopped communicating. And he talked to me about how he was proud of what I was doing. And those types of things really make things different. It makes you kind of know. It only takes one person giving you a compliment on what you're doing to make your day, right? And, um, it just was crazy. It was a great conversation. He was talking about what he was doing, talking about how we grew up, why I was doing it. And a lot of you don't know that I just want to help people. I was a teacher for four years. I worked at a tire store for 11 years and flunked out of school to be a teacher when I got out of high school. And so I spent a lot of time in my life trying to be better always trying to be better. And that's what it's about for me to be better today than I was yesterday. And it's amazing that there are people like that. It's not, it's not amazing. It's amazing that they're so hard to find. I posted a video this morning about there are so many people in this world that want to steal your shine. And they're, they're the easy ones to find. They are the ones who want to tear you down, stop you from what you're doing, stop you from building up other people. This community that I have found on TikTok 
is amazing because they are the people who, and at first it wasn't this way. There was people who were hating on everything that I was doing, just trying to be a positive person, trying to help them, you know, work through the things that I'm working through and build a community that is a positive place to be. And those negative people came out of the woodworks, right? There's thousands of them just talking major shit on what you're saying. Oh, this is BS. You can't do this. You can't build this. You can't this. You can't that. Blah, 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 blah. Like tearing you down because they're afraid of what you are doing and what you are capable of and what you're trying to do. And it was amazing when those people disappeared and the people in my group, in my core group of people who follow me on TikTok and everywhere else are the only people who are there, who are building people up. The problem is, is there is not very many of those people and you have to seek them out. You have to do that work. And if you put yourself around people who are negative, if you put yourself in a situation where people tear each other down, when you're talking crap to someone, when you're responding in a negative way, and I'm not saying I don't do it because we all do it. We all respond in a negative way. And if you do that, you're going to be around those people who respond in a negative way. You're going to become one of those people who respond in a negative way, who have negative thoughts, who have negative self-doubt and those types of things. So find the positive thing. Robert Watson, who has been on the show this morning, posted one that talked and he talked about how wake up each morning and tell yourself one positive thing. If you think about that, and if you can do that in your head, you can build off of that in the beginning. And it sounds weird. It's like, oh, let's do these daily affirmations. But I'll tell you what, if you can find a positive thing in your head that you can build off of first thing in the morning, you're going to start your day off on a better foot. And that's what I try to do. I mean, I try to find, I try to find, you know, David Goggins is, if you haven't read, you can't hurt me. If you haven't read his books, I'll tell you what, he's one of those guys is like, he's, I, I'm not a motivational speaker, but you can move forward. Same thing with John Wooden. If you ever have listened to him or read him or seen any of his quotes, it's like just being the best you can, no matter what, every single day, waking up with the, on the right side of bed, you know, there are so many things and people, you know, I don't read very much. I listen to books all day while I'm driving. And, uh, but there are so many things that you can do to just put yourself in that positive mindset. If you can't find those people, build it another way. Get some, I don't know, motivational books, self-help books. I mean, you don't want to listen to someone tell you like Tony Robbins, blah, blah, blah. This is going to be great. Do this. It's all there. Go listen to David Goggins. He, he will just beat you into submission and he will make you want to be better because it's all here. Every single negative thought you have, every single thing that holds you back is between your ears. And that's what holds you back a lot. And when people start tearing you down, it keeps on going. You know, that was something with me, like the thing with David Goggins, he talks about like your body is a crazy thing and you shut down and you give up way too soon. Like you get a little bit of pain and you're done, right? And I'm not saying go to the extent of what he goes to, but I was talking to Robert Watson in the interview I did with him. And he was like, I go, why do you run every day? Why do you run every single day? Because he, he posts on his post on TikTok that, you know, this is the day that I've ran, blah, 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 blah. Why do you do it every day? And he goes, because I hate it. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, if I think, if I can get something that I don't like to do out of the way, because he needs to exercise, it's good for you. 
a lot of times like that's your thinking space. So you go out, you put your headphones in, you go run and you can think about what you're doing. You can build that positivity right off the bat in the morning as you're going. You have to sit there and keep going um, and keep pushing and just keep doing it. But if you can move forward and you can find that positivity and find something in the morning that keeps you going and be in that positive headspace, first thing in the morning, start your day off right, then there you go. So 194 days ago, I started exercising every single day. I get on the bike every single morning and um, it's been 194 days, 30 minutes at least every single day. Sometimes a little bit longer. Sometimes I do the elliptical, but I'm exercising every day. Starts off my morning right. Alarm sometimes goes off at 4.30 because I get up at 4.30 in the morning. I'm an early riser. Um, sometimes I get up at earlier. My brain wakes me up and I'll go, I'll go grab my socks out of the closet, go get on the bike, go exercise. And that's what I do. Um, it, it's crazy. It's amazing. Those are the types of things that you can do to just make yourself better every single day. Um, but, you know, this morning, there's something, <laughs> something about the exercising that drives me crazy. So I wear an Apple Watch and it has rings on it, right? And I found this out this morning. I think what I figured out this morning is since I've been riding my bike for 194 days, my heart is in the shape of that it's not registering on my smartwatch that I'm actually riding my bike anymore. This happened the last two days and I'm like, Oh my gosh, because to me, it's very important to see that ring close, which brings me to my last question of the day. If that ring isn't closed, does it mean that it didn't happen? And that's a hard one to work through for me. But the fact of the matter is, is I know that I did the 30 minutes and I know what it did and it closed. So whether it says it on your watch, whether it says it on the calories that you burned, whether it says in life that you didn't do something, you can't really count on that to be the factor in the situation. So that leaves me with whatever you're doing. I want you to understand that it doesn't matter how you get there. We talked about the hamster wheel and it feels like you're running in a circle over and over again. And sometimes you have to take a lateral step to move forward. Get out of the hamster wheel, start moving forward so that you can be better for yourself every single day. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me. Again, if you want to find the podcast, if you want to listen to it, if you want to watch it on YouTube, wherever you want to do it, go to westhankersley.com. Wolf is building the website right now as we speak, but there's a landing page there with the link tree to find everything that you need that is shaping success. If you guys just want to send me emails, go right ahead. The email's there. It's wes at westhankersley.com. If you need some words of encouragement, let me know. If you want to start a podcast and you need some help doing that, hit me up. I want to, I want to do this full time. I want this to be who I am. I want to build you. I want to help you grow. And I want to grow myself. Until next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your success. 